Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Okay, welcome to today's podcast. What I want to talk about today is depositions. Depositions are something that oftentimes the doctors, you know, don't want to do, uh, have a hard time with. No one really likes depositions. I'm going to tell you right now that depositions are incredibly fun. And in depositions can be incredibly uh, helpful to your practice expansion. When you're good at depositions, um, your practice will expand. When you're good at depositions, you're also going to be good at testifying in court. And when you're good at that, that's exactly what attorneys are looking for. So let's talk a little bit about why are they hard or why do doctors struggle with them so much? I'm going to tell you right now, the biggest reason why doctors struggle with them is because they do not know how to and have not accurately determined just how badly damaged the patient's spine is. So the majority of doctors in the market today, when a person comes into their office with a spinal injury, do not know how damaged this patient's spine is, no matter what testing they're doing. Now, that is if they're not specially trained. We have a doctor's, smart injury doctor's program where our doctors are specially trained. When you injure a spine, there's only three injuries you can have. It's really simple. It makes depositions like incredibly simple. You have only two parts to a spine. You have bone and you have connective tissue. In order to damage any body part, you have to derange it. You have to injure it. It's impossible to injure a human body or a human body part without injuring it, and it's impossible not to derange it that part if you've injured it. So with the spine, all you got to know, you just have to know what are the three injury types. In other words, if I got bone and connective tissue, if I got bone damage, obviously that's a fracture. Okay. Uh, There's different kinds of fractures. There's compression fractures to the body. There's transverse fractures. There's spinous process fractures. So there's different types of fractures to the spine itself, right? So if you specialize in spinal fractures, you should know everything there is to know about spinal fractures. But in the majority of offices, there's, that's not what you're dealing with. What you're dealing with is connective tissue injuries. Okay, so connective tissue to the spine. There's 220 specialized ligaments that hold the spine together. Now, most doctors have no clue about those ligaments. They have no clue about, they know a, that one of the di- ligaments is called a disc. There's 23 discs, right? So the amount of, the amount of misunderstanding of, in this area is rampant in the, in, the, in the injury space, right? That's why there's so many chronic pain patients walking around because there's so many doctors that do not understand ligament injury. Ligament injuries just cause two things that you see on imaging. One, if you got a disc, there's 23 discs, you can have disc herniation. The only way to pick that up is on MRI. But what about the nine ligaments around the disc? What about the, the other 997 ligaments called non-disc ligaments? These are the main support ligaments of the spine. These are the main ligaments that cause stability or when damage cause instability of the spine. These are the main ligaments that hold the, the disc in position. Right, So these are some of the most important ligaments there are. Remember, there is no disc in the cranial cervical junction. So people that have headaches, people that have facial pain, that have cognitive dysfunction, that have balance problems, that have vertigo, that have visual disturbances as a result of ligament damage in the cranial cervical junction, you're not dealing with a disc at all. So in the market today, 
there are doctors that only know a little bit about the ligaments and they only know about the discs. They don't know about the non-disc spinal ligament injuries, right? When you don't have the spinal injuries, so it's real easy. Patient comes in, good, what do I do? I actually have to assess their injuries. I know, did they fracture the spine? No. Is there connective tissue damage? Called a sprain. Yes, I believe there is. Good. So I've got to do excessive motion testing. That's the very first thing I do. The more excessive motion there is at a motion unit, the more damaged the ligaments are. That's it, period. That's the easiest thing to do. Now, once I actually know, let's say I know that uh, C4 on C5 is badly damaged. It's got severe excessive motion. Good. I know that that C5 nerve is is what goes what goes through there. I know that's so I can do a muscle test. I can do a C5 muscle test. I can do a deltoid muscle test. I can do a pinwheel test to see if I've got abnormal uh, sensitivity there, right? Or I can just look at it from a pain point of view, but I know exactly how damaged this is. And I also can go in between four and five. If I palpate in there, I'm gonna feel inflammation. So it's really, really simple. Now I have this, this is what I have. I have severe damage to the non-disc ligaments. I have, it's, it's severe. It causes spinal instability. It's causing an actual neurological condition. It takes me five months to treat it, to, to, to resolve it. Now I'm in deposition. How hard is deposition? I'm sitting there going, okay, this is what I have. This is what the consensus says that this means. It means I've got a major spinal instability here. If, if let's say I've got a, uh, a level of, of excessive motion that meets the criteria for uh, alteration motion segment integrity, which is a finding for impairment evaluation. Good. That same finding is, an eval is, is the same finding that you'll find in spinal surgery guidelines. Right. So if there's that much excessive motion, it says that the person is, you know, preauthorized for spinal fusion surgery. This is what I have. This is a consensus I have. This is Netscape. Medscape will tell me exactly uh, what is the what are, what are the symptoms that I can expect. And it's all laid out right there that this is the injury. It's consistent with the mechanism. This is what was delivered. This is the extent that the patient had it. And now I'm explaining it, but I'm explaining it with, okay, this is, gosh, my ICA best practice guidelines say that if I'm going to take an x-ray, I'm supposed to do a subluxation analysis. That means misalignment of the vertebra, C4 and C5, see how it misaligns here? Yeah, it causes nerve interference. See how it causes nerve interference to the, to the, to the muscle on the deltoid test? Yes. Good. I'm to determine the amount and the severity of any spinal soft tissue injury. See how I did this excessive motion test? Yeah, that's exactly what the x-ray guidelines say. The more excessive motion, the more severely damaged the ligaments are. So if I have severe excessive motion, I have a severe sprain. If I have moderate excessive motion, I have a moderate sprain. If I have no excessive motion, I have a mild sprain at best. Good, do you see how uh, the treatment guidelines over here that I use actually takes this ligament injury and places it right into the treatment guidelines for frequency and duration of treatment? Yeah, well, that's what I did. Good, see right here where Medscape, it says, this is what this condition causes. Yeah, do you have any questions? No. So why am I here in deposition? This is all in my notes. Why am I here? Well, doctor, is this condition permanent? Yes, it is permanent. How do you determine it's permanent? It's permanent through the AMA guidelines. It's also permanent in the fact that anybody who researches can show and look and say that ligament injuries are permanent. It doesn't matter what joint you, you receive them at. If you have a bad ankle sprain and you badly damage the ligaments, you are 
potentially going to suffer with that for the rest of your life. Right? So this is not hard. Does it cause, does it cause uh, degenerative conditions? Yes, it accelerates the degenerative condition in the spine. It's the main cause of future degeneration to this spine. That's why the patient is either going to need some form of ongoing supportive maintenance care to help keep that area as, as, as healthy as it possibly can to minimize the future exposure to osteoarthritis. Doctors, it's just that simple. Now, what you get into and what the majority of doctors get into is complicated explanations that are just, they're boring. Um, they're dry. They're, nobody understands it. The plaintiff attorney doesn't understand it. They're just trying to keep their eyes open. The, the, the defense attorney doesn't understand it, and they love the fact that they don't understand it because they know damn well if they don't understand it that the jury's not going to understand it either. Right. So they like that. It's confusing. And they like to confuse the doctor because they know the doctor's already confused. They know that the doctor is very confused. They look at the notes and they go, if I don't understand this, nobody can understand this. I'll bet you damn straight the doctor doesn't understand this either. Now, this applies to you, whether you're a chiropractor, whether you're a doctor of physical therapy, whether you're an orthopedist, whether you're a neurologist, whether you're a physiatrist, you're the top doctor in the country. If you don't understand the simplicity of the injuries and you don't understand the simplicity of the workups and you haven't done it, then depositions are going to be a little bit rough for you. If you have done what I just said, depositions are, the only thing you're going to do is go, ah, they're, you know, they're kind of a, they get into my schedule and I got to schedule them and they're kind of a scheduling problem. But other than that, they're not a problem. I mean, when I'm sitting in a deposition, it's super, super easy and it's super to be super simple. And what makes you highly effective in deposition or in trial is when you're super simple. That's it. Um, that's the thing that, that, that makes this very easy. Now, we teach doctors. There are so few doctors that know about the non-disc spinal ligament injuries. And we have a specialized program called the Smart Injury Doctors Program. That's a program where we train doctors. It doesn't matter. Medical doctors, chiropractors, doctors of physical therapy, anybody that treats the spine. Uh, we train them on these non-disc ligament injuries so that you can become a specialist in spinal injuries. Without understanding the non-disc spinal ligament injury specialist, that a non-injury, the non-disc spinal ligament injuries, as far as I'm concerned, you are not a specialist in the spinal ligament market, and you probably or possibly should not be treating these injuries. Because these are the things that cause instability in the spine. And the patients had ought to have a good diagnosis, an accurate diagnosis. And they ought to know what, what, what they have and what their future can be. Doctors, when I do a podcast, it's short, sweet, <clears throat> excuse me, right to the point. And so that's all I do on these topics. Put, if you have any comments, put it down below. Um, I hope this has helped you in some way. And I look forward to... Uh, seeing you on the next podcast. Thank you. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals that want to deliver better injury care to their markets. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.